1: Welcome back to hour two on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen. The early break. The show was sponsored by Gaina Trucking, and uh, we have Mike Schaefer in with us for the full seven o'clock hour in studio. Good morning, Schaefer. Good morning, gentlemen. Schaefer's uh, chipper.
2: He is. He's chipper. He's chipper.
0: You're more chipper than usual.
2: Oh. Um. I don't know if I. Does that mean you want me to be more chipper going forward? I don't or? know. I like we'll, we'll I like the hour Surly it Schaefer a lot.
1: <laughs> Surly does go. It came with, in hot the
0: last two appearances. Yeah, I
2: I don't have that today. You might. I'm good. I, I'm like so close to vacation. It's like moved into my brain. That, you know, <laughs> today's kind of like the. The sort of drop dead day where you gotta get everything done. Oh god, yes. not that day. And you also have to pack and yeah. try to have everything prepared there. That's so
0: a, yeah, but you have adrenaline
2: Yeah, well, no, I'll I'll get it done. I've I've actually been relatively successful this week in accomplishing what I want. So Good job. Other than if, if it could be a stub your toe day, I guess, but seems unlikely.
1: Schaefer's rocking a shirt that says it's a bad day to be a beer. Yeah, I probably actually won't have any beer today. So, I just oh. grabbed this shirt because did, it was nearby when I woke up. Uh so. before it went on the air, Sip said I have a surprise for I you, have a Schaefer. Surprise. So he, he went to his bag and he pulled out a Cleveland Guardians hat. I love this hat. Look at that. I love this hat. Do you approve, Schaefer? It's
2: uh it's got the clip art G with the baseball thing going on. The clip art. G. I don't I don't love that logo. Oh. Um but I mean, I I was unprepared for Simple to pull out that hat. He's got a Guardians hat. It's a new hat. It's also a uh, style of hat that I wouldn't have guessed that you would be. Yeah, I like that Sippl. That, that you nice. would have been into. It's it's got a little more sheen to it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's handsome. It's it's a good looking hat.
2: Yeah, with the clip art G. Yeah, my. You dear. can you can definitely wear that when you're uh, you know rolling around town.
0: Yeah, rolling. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. I, Guardians are playing pretty well. Are they in the five hundred range. Right yeah, now? they're
2: about five hundred. Better than the Royals. Royals are 14-22. Well, we went and to that won. game. I tried to tell you they were bad. I tried to tell you the Guardians were bad. They're also the, bad. In the Guardians. The division the is bad. Yeah. Well, the Twins are playing good baseball. Eh, because the White Sox are underachieving
1: because yes. Tony La Russa cannot you know, talk with people that are 50 years younger than him. Is that your he's summation? Having, he's having issues. They baseballs. also have a lot of injuries. Is he like,
0: does he have like a John Beeline type issue? line went into that.
1: I, I don't think that Larusso was the right hire for them.
2: I, <laughs> I wouldn't know. have hired an 80 year old man to coach <laughs> one of the more exciting Latin American or- in an organization. It's a it very baseball, strange hire. That's just me. Is he 80? He's, I mean, I I always find myself he's dumbfounded when the idea is, let's go get a coach who hasn't been doing this for the last <laughs> four or five years, because you know sports changed pretty significantly. 77 years old. It's kind of like the the North Carolina Mac Brown thing. Like they they looked like a moment where that was going to work pretty well, and now I think it's just going to be whatever. Perfect segue. Yes. Yeah, speaking of Mac Brown, we
1: uh, CBS Sports put out their top their rankings of the coaches from one I haven't to sixty five. Ooh, but I heard. Okay, we got to get into we, this. We, we looked at it. Shape I heard we that Scott
2: it. Frost doesn't rank particularly high among power. Scott
1: Frost was dead last in the Big
2: Ten at number fifty three overall. I don't know that I would go that far, but. Um, yeah.
0: Now, 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 now he was 53rd overall. You would, in the Big Ten? Would you put him ahead of Mike Loxley? He yes. was 50. Okay. Yeah. Now Loxley, Mike. He made a Mike, Mike comes off a 54-10 win against Virginia Tech in the bowl.
2: Yeah, that's I mean fantastic. Like I, the problem. I'm with not these, disputing
0: your take. I I prob well I am. I'd probably put Loxley ahead of Frost right now because of that.
2: They were they were seven still only based on what you did in the previous year. No, though? no. Well, well no, talks here a little bit. No, 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 no. But because I that. think what happens in these is, no, look, no. Scott Frost had an undefeated season at UCF. That's the thing. Mike Loxley went three and five hundred and fourteen. Right. Oh, see,
0: hey, Jake. So I, yeah, whatever. I, say I see came lists. in talking sense. I mean, that's no. a good point.
2: Uh, I people want to really dial it down to the like the last two years sort we, of thing. They
0: did that. On this list with Kirby Smart and Dabo in a different sort of way, you know, not. Yeah, I mean they did it by putting Kirby Smart ahead of Dabo Sweeney, which is pure recency bias. If you mm. think about it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Dabo's been in the college football every every college football national title final four since 2014, except one. Um, Kirby Smart won it once. Dabo's won it twice. Yeah, I get. I nah, that's a good point. Can't Jake? Can't maybe you can't put Loxley ahead of Frost?
1: Well, okay, we can talk about the past how he was terrible at where he was at before, but uh, what about right now though? Nick, Nick well, Scott Frost seen. is fifteen and twenty nine at Nebraska. He's ten yeah. and twenty five in conference play. Mike Loxley just made a bowl game, like you said, and he has not been horrible at Maryland. He Nebraska killed them in two thousand nineteen, but since then they've been respectable. With third, Talia Tonga Valoa
0: third from the last and fortieth on the list was Tom Allen.
2: Another guy that I'd probably take, just on balance, would take Scott Frost over.
0: Interesting, Jake. Are you hearing
2: this? I I hear that.
1: I don't know. Again, I don't know where Scott Frost should be in these rankings.
2: I, well, it's difficult he, because I I think there's at least a handful of coaches that you could make an argument. Like is Jeff Brom miles above Scott Frost? I don't know. If you're not asking miles, me, in a, if you're asking me in a one game scenario, maybe I take Jeff Brom because I think the weakest part for Scott Frost is his Saturdays. Okay. I think the the other six days of the week tend to go pretty well, but Braum turns is, out that that one's maybe the most important.
0: Brom is twenty three spots ahead of yeah. Frost, so now some of this is illustrative illustrative of um, the fact that the Big Ten's loaded with coaches. I mean, fourth from the bottom is Brett Billama, yeah. who's won three. Big 10 titles.
2: Well, so then if you're not taking into account what someone had done before, why would Greg Schiano be ranked particularly high? Schiano's 36th on yeah. the list. And I think Greg Schiano a great coach. Uh-huh. But like that's the sort of exercise that I think is difficult because you have to account what Greg Schiano did at Rutgers before mm-hmm. because the last 2 years don't tell you that Rutgers is this booming giant. No.
0: It's now what they tell the the panel, and I think there's a lot of writers. They don't like
2: five or six of them. Yeah.
0: Okay, and that what they tell them is there's no
2: yeah. It's just like no rhyme tell or you the, do the Super Six. Yeah. You pick your six.
0: Yeah, and there's they don't tell them how to do it. Right. There's no parameters. They don't lay it out. You, that however you want to do it, you do it. Mm-hmm. So it's I find it interesting. I I find it interesting that you're that you are adamant that you put Frost ahead of Loxley and perhaps Tom Allen. Interesting.
2: No, I, I will be the first to admit that this has gone unbelievably poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet at the same time, I'm not going to pretend like Scott Frost is the worst coach in the conference by default. Okay. There's arguments to be made against at least a few. Okay. Okay. We'll get
1: going on to the actual rest of the rankings. And, uh the, the top 25 was released yesterday and the top five went as this Nick Saban one. No complaints. Two, Kirby Smart. Three, Dabo Swinney. Four, Lincoln Riley. And five, Sip, who is five? Jake. Jimbo. Jimbo Fisher. Ahead of Ryan Day. Ahead of Jim Harbaugh. Your thoughts on the top five. Is, Jim, is, is Jimbo Fisher still right now a top five coach in college football? He won his title nine years ago in 2013 at Florida State. They have had four losses at least in three of four seasons with him at Texas A&M. That's true. And 8 and 4 uh, last season.
2: It's tough because he has a title which Ryan Day doesn't and Jim Harbaugh doesn't and you know, I think everybody in that top 5 except Lincoln Riley has a title. Uh, um, let's think
0: about that. Uh, so, it, well,
2: it's Saban, Smart, Sweeney, so yep. they all have titles. Lincoln Riley does not. No, he Lincoln Riley don't. doesn't have a title. So, then it really comes down to, okay, like, what coach without a title am I putting at the highest spot? i probably lean towards Ryan Day, to be honest, but that's where I'm at with it. Um, And then I I actually think Lincoln Riley, Jim Harbaugh is sort of an interesting discussion, too. Uh, And I would probably take Lincoln Riley over Jimbo Fisher. So, I would move Day up. Otherwise, I think that top five is mostly fine. I don't my own bias here i don't really understand the kirby smart thing like they obviously they just won a title the program's been pretty good i have just never been particularly impressed by him well uh, either as a speaker or even just with like yeah i just don't i never and then their program had sort of a litany of issues and they've overcome that and he's obviously like i said they just won this title I'm somewhat surprised that this has worked out the way that it has. Well,
1: k- well Kirby's smart. I mean, Mark Richt had Georgia at a level that was good, but mm-hmm. they could never get over that hump, as you mentioned. And now they got over the hump. They had one of the best defenses ever yep. last season, won the championship, and now you know was Stetson Bennett. This is a guy that wasn't exactly a, a, right. a yeah. great quarterback coming in. He had a, it's a great story, mm-hmm. but they won a title with, with without, <laughs> without having a, a number one overall pick at quarterback. The defense carried them, and the offense was still good. What? But they got over the hump.
2: Yeah. No, but, and, and like I said, I, I have to reconcile that with my own sort of perception of what I thought he was.
0: This is Tom Fernelli. Mike, says this. Dabo being ranked behind Kirby Smart is the worst ranking of the year. And it's nothing but recency bias.
2: Yeah, because Dabo's done it longer. Right. Done it at a higher level.
0: Dabo... Dabo, eleven straight seasons with ten plus wins. Yeah, that some
2: of that's remarkable. the circumstance of playing in probably the worst or least competitive of your major conferences. You would put them and behind the, the Pac twelve. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I guess that's fair. So it's it's they're a rung four out of yeah. five. Yeah, they're a rung above yeah. the Pac twelve.
0: And I don't know, is it is is the ACC getting better because Wake Forest has moved? So, um, here's
2: here's where you could, if you wanted to make an argument for the Pac-12, it's never had a team that's, or not never, but it's not been as strong as what Clemson's upside is. Hmm? I think it has more dangerous middle-level teams kay. than the ACC does. Okay. Like, Utah, to me, is more dangerous <coughs> than probably the second-best ACC team.
0: Was- Washington.
2: Uh, Washington, Oregon, Utah, Stanford to a smaller degree, USC, UCLA. Like, once you go from Clemson, if Mario Cristobal gets it going at Miami, okay, but then, then you're sort of going from, like, Clemson to what, Pittsburgh? Wake Forest right now? Yeah, Wake yeah, Forest. See, I think well, – I mean, part of the reason Wake Forest had the massive season it did is that conference isn't particularly okay, good. Okay, okay. Sure. And I I think Dave Klaassen's an incredible coach. I do, uh-huh. too. I don't look for Wake Forest to be a top 25 team every year. No, because he'll move on eventually. I that was interested. That's, that's uh, he in signed a pretty big deal. think so? And yeah. I, I think he's fairly happy to stay at a place where he's, you know, he's coached at Tennessee as an offensive coordinator and got ran out of town – blame for everything even if it wasn't his fault. I there's a chance someone like Dave Claussen after that experience is like, I don't mind just being here where, you know, yeah. kind of the the Pat yeah. Fitzgerald thing.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree
2: with where that. Where did he rank on? Number this? 21. And guess who that pissed off? Well,
1: Him.
0: I don't I mean, my god. <laughs>
1: I'm glad so you brought that up shape because he just 21. He, can't, he cannot a, deal
0: with he's it. He's probably headed toward a a third like three and nine type finish in four.
1: Well, years. Well, they go every other. That's so. why, yeah. They don't go. They, they do. They, they have do. the last four years. They go every. It's good or bad, and they were bad last year. They're going to be a surprise ten win so team this year. Twenty eighteen good. Twenty nineteen bad. Twenty twenty good. But they just no, you, do it Why
0: can't you do it?
1: Because I can't trust you, that. You, oh, why? They have the. Because they do it best best when you least expect it, Schaefer, right? It, it, well, Don't drag sense. me into It this. doesn't make sense <laughs> when Fitzgerald does it. But I'm Fitz not going to defend do. Northwestern
2: here. I think they're going to be very bad this year. Well, you've
1: thought that many Jake, times in the you past. Think think been w- the you think Fitzgerald is the
0: way you characterize him. Why wouldn't you pick them to win the
1: division? <laughs> this year? Because it's irresponsible. But, Thank you. But they, Thank have you. Won, they have won the division in years they weren't supposed to either. So I guess it could be the one random guy that picks them to win it all. Win the division and the people division laugh at be me. Bad this year.
0: I think they're going to be bad.
2: Like the West is going to be bad. Oh
0: well, I think I I I mean no, Jake, I you bad. can't even pick Northwestern to win the division when it's bad because yeah. I, I I'm just saying. I don't think it's bad, bad. I, I don't think there's a clear like, number. Like for said. Yeah,
2: there's no team that I'm just like, oh, that's a 10-win team. Minnesota's right. the hot team right now, people like Yeah, I, that's the team. If if you're like, Mike, pick the Big Ten West winner. That's where I'm defaulting. Okay, that's, uh, that's In fair. In part because I trust their quarterback the most, but I don't really trust him at all. Mm-hmm. But more so than what Iowa has. And certainly Wisconsin not upgrading their quarterback situation. Think about, though, concerned.
0: think about what Minnesota has at the skill positions. Yeah, With
2: Morgan. Ibrahim, they have. Uh, they
0: have Potts back.
1: Mm-hmm. They still have Ottman Bell at receiver. They have
2: Ottman
0: Bell at receiver. And they have,
2: they they have do seven- they still have the Texas AM guy? Yeah. Uh, he had a really nice yeah. start to the year. Forget his last
1: name. He was good, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, they lost four of their top. They lost four of their starting offensive linemen, but went to the portal. Got good replacements. They lost a bunch up front on defense, too. Three starters. Went to the portal. They should be fine. I think they're
1: loaded. I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't loaded. go that far. They're uh, good. They're, they're, they're not. I, loaded is a big word. They're loaded, at, they're a loaded at running back. Ohio State is loaded. Okay. Is Minnesota loaded to Ohio State's level? No. Thank you.
2: I would have a tough time saying that they're going to even replicate the 2019 <laughs> success.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, and I, I thought I'm, that
2: team was really good.
0: They're really stacked at running back. Yeah. They're really stacked at running back, and they got a thirty-five-year-old quarterback,
1: thirty-six, I think. Actually.
2: Who struggled to beat uh, what Bowling Green? Mm-hmm. They lost to Bowling
1: Green. Yeah, he hasn't
0: been that good. 10. He hasn't been good I, the last
2: two years. The thing I can't really reconcile is I don't know what the hell their offense is trying to do sometimes.
0: Well, like, they got Characca back.
2: They have their yeah, offensive the coordinator back. back.
0: You'll know what they're doing this year. Kirk Characca is back
2: because when he left, they got very like they were like a sixty-five percent run-oriented team at times. And they really well, struggled. they also
1: didn't have Tyler Johnson and Rashad Bateman yeah. after he left. Well, Rashad was back for one more year. Tyler think, Johnson you know, was gone.
0: I think me and Schaefer almost determined that – I think I'm going with Minnesota to win yeah. the West.
2: I, I don't know I think who else pick. I would pick. Though. Wisconsin, I mean,
1: you could pick them. Yeah, you could pick because them. Because they've just I done. am not
2: putting faith in Graham Mertz. I'm just not. Put it, faith he in, sucks.
1: Put faith in Braylon Allen then to carry uh, the load. Well, I mean – Graham Mertz does I, suck. I guess if,
2: if any – team has a track record of winning with terrible quarterback play. It'd be the one with Alex Hornibrook in multiple they, divisions. They were, they were 13-0 so, at one point that season. thirteen They, they almost went undefeated.
1: Yeah. With Alex Honeybrook.
2: I don't I don't know that I think their defense is at that level either. They
1: lost a lot. They lost a lot at linebacker.
0: I don't I mean there's no let's just put it this way, there's no clear top twenty five team in the yeah. big in the Big Ten West. So if
2: you're looking for reasons to feel like Nebraska could be sneaky, I mean that's part of it. Yeah. Okay, but they also haven't shown the ability to win these games in the past, so that's where the wins uh, are. On out that
1: note, Schaefer, you're <clears throat> employer 24-7 sports I saw this as of a week ago was putting out their best case and worst Heard case it made scenarios. Simple mad.
2: I got a bunch of uh, questions asking if he was attacking 24-7 sports what, what,
0: now wait a second where was I, I, I d- mad I
1: don't know I don't remember. Uh, it was
2: like a 1620 interview on Monday oh. I don't oh, think I don't you were mad I think it was very much overstated by the people. Oh, god, the yeah okay well they reached out to Josh and he's like no no. You just answered a question.
1: He, here's yeah. here's what. Thank you. What I 100.
2: wanted to uh, I wanted to get yeah, you nervous. I
1: was not nervous,
0: and I am not nervous because I know what I said. Twenty
1: four seven Sports says this: that Nebraska, who has missed five straight bowl games, their worst case scenario this year is six and six. Their best case is nine and three.
0: That's the opposite of recency bias. Uh yeah, I mean, I
1: is there any reason to think the worst case is six and six, which would
2: be their best I- season in five years? Certainly been covering the team recently enough to know the worst case is much worse than six yeah, and six. I
0: kind so. of understand it. Um, I don't. I, from the
2: outside looking in, yes. a lot of people felt like Nebraska should have won more games last year. That um no one thinks the Big Ten West is good. That's also the other point I'm trying to make. And then... um People look at the schedule, and they look at last year's schedule, and it's basically like, right, well, exactly. if you can just be as competitive as you were last year, you should win three more games by default. I mean, the schedule is significantly lighter. <sighs> and the conference is lighter. Like, I mean, overall, the Big Ten is worse than it was a year ago.
0: Yes. Nebraska, to me, is a very complicated discussion. That's what it boils yeah. down to. It well, is.
2: I think it's really hard for people that are outside of the day-to-day bubble to sort of gauge where things are actually at. you
0: have to pull in a lot of information yeah. including the schedule last year was ridiculous and they played everybody close yep you also have to pull in the fact the ske- like you said the schedules switched dramatically now it's very manageable it went from very unmanageable to very manageable
2: well it wasn't even that it was unmanageable it's just that michigan state ends up being a top 10 team
0: better than you thought
2: um Purdue was more competitive than people would have expected.
0: Nine and four for the mm-hmm. first time since they won nine yep. games. Shave for the first time since Joe Tiller was there.
2: Yeah, in two thousand three. I, I still can't believe that. Well, that's it's a fact.
1: That's yeah. a, that's a great stat.
2: And then you had you know Iowa and Wisconsin were their usual selves. In addition to also having to play Ohio State and Michigan in the same year.
0: Michigan I mean, in a great Michigan year.
2: Yeah. So it's just, it just was a very much a loaded schedule.
0: Now this schedule not quite as loaded not even close well
2: even just going to your marquee non-conference game of Oklahoma that's a worse version of in my opinion a worse version of last year's Oklahoma team which wasn't as good as you've come to expect Oklahoma you hung in that game you were there the whole time why do
0: I say complicated because we don't even know what the offense is gonna look like here I mean we don't know how these coaches are gonna mesh I mean it's a very strange Nebraska discussion
2: I had this conversation with somebody else I mean in one level you know who your quarterback is you really don't know any of the other skill position players I mean not really and, and they don't choose to go with Ramir Johnson as their number one running back I mean it's either Anthony Grant who's been here for a spring maybe A.J. Allen explodes onto the scene maybe Gabe Irvin comes from way in behind mm-hmm. uh with this knee injury like Rich Strike you know Travis Vokalek hasn't traded in on the expectation of what he was supposed to be oh, for true. the last couple of years, but I think there's excitement about him. Yeah, and a wide receiver, who the hell knows who's going to be the leading receiver at the end right, of the you year? you
0: don't. Now, you left out a, a big running back,
2: Jock Kedskamp. But still, you I don't left know I because I don't think he's going to be that important.
0: Yeah, well, and you don't—he is an unknown. He yeah, unknown.
2: well, he, he got more mileage out of playing the worst team on their schedule last year, and I'm even including that against Fordham and—
0: Who are we talking about? Northwest.
2: Northwestern. Yeah, I'll say that again. The worst team on their schedule last year, Northwestern coached by number 21-ranked coach Pat Fitzgerald. He he, you know what he said, Jake?
0: You take Fordham over Northwestern. What, 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 you got them in your top 10 now? (laughs) You're
1: you're asking
2: for Northwestern to go 10-2 this year. You're just just asking for it. (laughs) If you put on the film of Northwestern's run defense last year, Nebraska could have ran for 7,000 yards in that game. They gave no effort. They weren't moving side to side. I mean, Yant ran by people and ran around people, and he's not exactly agile or super fast. And I look he had a really nice game. I just I'm not at the point where I'm even thinking about him as a major contributor. Mm. Mm. I, I really am not.
0: Mm. I'm a little bit more in that vein. That I do think Yank I think it's so either Yant or chance. Grant. That's, That's what chance. I
2: think. Yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll go with Grant. I I'll like do
0: Now, don't, I always say that, and I always feel bad. Ramirez Johnson will have a role.
2: Yeah, I think A.J. Allen is going to take Yance carries. Okay, interesting. I think he's going to get here, and he's going to play. Okay, he's got he's to move fast, time, Schaefer. He's got to move well, fast. For sure, but every time Brian Applewhite talks about A.J. Allen, or even Scott Frost when he talked about him at the, the opening or the spring press conference, recruiting press conference, they really like him. I mean, he's going to have an opportunity when he gets. You can, there. Do, it. You can look, do it. Look, it it may not be in the first couple of weeks, but that doesn't mean you know we've seen this before. Whoever starts the year at running back doesn't necessarily finish it for Nebraska. That'd be a
1: welcome <laughs> development. Yeah, that's usually the case here. Actually, Just that'd, be, that'd be a welcome. A development. brulette out there.
0: They 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 have someone who's not around right now come in and get them seven hundred yards.
1: Be wonderful. Before we get to break, uh, this hour, Schaefer is sponsored by Trek CBD at 84th and Highway 2. What do you have to say about them today?
2: Just the usual stuff. You got to get there and experience it for yourself. Go talk with Scott and Shannon. They'll set you up with whatever products you're looking for. And they have everything. I mean, if you want drinkable CBD, they have that. If you want a syrup to mix with your, uh, your beverage in the evening and float off into the deep Delta 9 space, they have that. Trust me. Uh, If you just want a gummy and you just want like a four hour kind of, um, you know, little bit of a a buzz, a CBD buzz, they have that too. And so you just got to go to them and, and tell them what you want. If you need help sleeping, they have that. If you need help with some muscle soreness, they have that. So, you're really going to a place that it's really going to be dependent on what you want to get out of it. But they're going to take care of you there at Trek CBD. Uh, as I've said before, I mean, one of my favorite parts about that store is you walk in, it's clean. You want to be there. You don't feel gross walking out of it. And you certainly don't feel embarrassed walking out of it, as you might in some other places where you can get similar kind of products that I doubt are as effective. So I would go and talk with Scott and Shannon uh, and, you know, get your, uh, get your summer started right. I'll as help you sh- get closer to june here and i want to throw in real quickly yeah. as we're talking about the andermatt uh family of businesses down there i was attempting to trade in a phone to verizon okay. and it had just been a giant mess and i was not happy with how it was going wandered into uh, Victra, a verizon dealer mm-hmm. down there on andermatt yeah. Uh, they are fantastic to work with. So if you have issues with Verizon, highly recommend it. They are right down there on Andermatt near Trek CBD. And oh, by the way, the guy I worked with, Jason, just happens to be Scott's brother, which I found out in the course right? of conversation. Standing.
0: Interesting. Up. Interesting. Hey, I got. I got go to go back. Can we hang
2: on to break? Can we go to break real
1: quick? Yeah. Or when we like, come back, do that. I done. will
0: make the case of why Schaefer is probably right that you can't really rank Mike Loxley ahead of Frost. I'll give you a good, okay. I'll give you a few very good reasons why. All right. All right.
1: That and more on the Mike Schaefer Hour and Early Break of the Ticket.